think it'd be pretty cool if we like rented out like an island. Like you know like the <laughs> <laughs> You know like um, what's the guy's name? The guy's name that owns Virgin. Um, uh, Richard Branson. Richard, Richard Branson. Like we go to like we get rid of him and go to his island <laughs> and bring like all of us and we just all are on the island for a week with a load of lush. Yeah. And I just think that'd be better than like going to like Barbados for a week or something. You know, just have yeah. our own little personal spot. Like with you, we're you all bartenders as well. Just, just have one you. bar. Yeah. Like we could just rotate, you know. It's... <laughs> just yeah, we're big bartenders. Yeah. This is not the answer we were not. expecting, and it was a better one than we thought. The buyback. Yeah, baby. Oh man. The buyback podcast takes place in a bar. If you aren't old enough to be in the bar, you're probably not old enough to be listening to the content in this podcast. For the rest of you degenerates, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let's get this party started. Welcome to the Buyback Podcast. Uh, in New York City, a buyback is when uh, if someone buys like a couple beers, uh, the bartender will buy them one back. They'll just oh, buy yeah. one for them. So we call ourselves the Buyback Podcast. Uh, my name's John. I'm Pat. Nice and nice our third getting uh, beers right now is Alex. Um, but before he gets back, we can kind of like start. Uh, what are your names? Hey, please. Iron. Aaron? Yeah. Anton. Anton? Anton? Cool. Uh, we're here with Aaron and Anton at Hole in the Wall in Galway. And uh, some of their friends are, are listening in too and seeing what happens. So you might hear them too. Uh, but cool. So guys, uh, first off, tell us a little bit about yourselves just in general. Like where are you from? I'm from Galway and I've been working in a pub for just over a year now. This is my first buyer job. And I was in college there for a while as well, but I'm taking a year out now. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I was born in Galway as well. Um, I've been bartending for like four years, maybe five. This is my second bar job. And um, yeah, I went to college for like a year and said no. And then I now I just do this like full time. Nice. Yeah, this is my, this is my life basically. Very cool. Yeah. How old are you guys? 21. Uh, I'm 22. Cool. Yes. What were you studying? I was doing a master's in software design and development, which is like computer programming and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. I did a film and TV production for a year and a half. And I got a, like a minor qualification, and then I was like, "That's enough. That's, <laughs> cool. I'm not going to go anywhere with that." That's so I was like, like, "Yeah." Uh, was the bar that uh, Anton, right? Yeah. The bar that you worked at before was it in Galway? It was. Um, it's closed down now. Uh, it's called Paddy's. It was just just up the road from here. It was like a. I suppose you you probably call it like a dive bar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like an old old person like local bar. Um, it wasn't so much like bartending. It was more tending to locals. Okay. So the job was more so like talking to people and less serving drinks more kind of getting to know people and listen to their like lives things like that a lot of, a lot of older clientele which was nice um i think it helped me a lot with um it helped me a lot with actually like coming into like a bar where you're actually like serving people because it's not just like head down doing the work like you kind of have a bit of banter between Absolutely. yourself and the customers which i know some some bars don't really have people who do that which is strange but that's the way that's the way that i yeah it's the way that i kind of learned to bartend was like Less about making drinks and more about looking after the customers. Yeah, absolutely. I think it leads well into the, uh, so, you know, we don't really have pubs so much in, uh, in New York. We got pubs, but they're not yeah. real pubs. Yeah. That's one of the things we always talk about. Like, what's, what makes a pub versus, like, what makes a bar? That was one of the there, yeah, there is actually there's a big difference. Yeah, there absolutely. is a big difference. We're like a nice medium in here, though. Yeah, the amount of friends we've made that have were originally customers, and now they're some of our best friends. Like, it's just from them continuously coming into the bar. So you know everyone around, like everyone who comes yeah, in the door. Yeah. I was gonna say when we walked in, I'm like, I know you guys picked us as tourists. I could just see, I could see <laughs> in your face, you're like they're tourists. But what gave us away? What was it exactly? Was it because you don't know us, and you're like, I don't know those guys. They must be tourists, or was it like, mm, I don't know the hats, the backpack, something gave us away? 
the fact you asked us to be on a podcast, maybe? Can you tell us a little bit? Alex is back with us. Alex, this is Aaron and Anton. And friends. Can you tell us a little bit about the bar that we're at right now? This, this bar used to be a completely different place. Back in the day, this was a student bar. Okay. And it was just messy like. Wild. And then um, it closed down for a while during COVID. And new ownership then bought it over. And they made it into the bar that it is today. And it's just completely different to what it used to be. I swore, I used to I used to drink here. Well, I'm not used to, I used to, I was in here like three or four times when I was younger. And actually one time I came in and I swore I'd never come back. <laughs> um, because it was so messy. Like the, the stuff that was going on here was, it was disgusting. And I, I, I was not my vibe. Sure. I like like a nice quiet kind of mm, chill place yeah, so, where yeah. you can talk to your friends and not deal with like, 18 year olds and things like running around causing havoc and um, I swore I'd never come in and uh, I, I knew I know the manager and he rang me up and he was like uh, I need a bartender and I was like oh yeah sound like because I just lost my previous job due to COVID and uh, he was like yeah I need a bartender and I was like yeah that's grand I'll do it um, where is it and he said hole in the wall and I was like absolutely not <laughs> never mind I'm good no uh, and he was like no 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 trust me uh, come in like you know a few weeks before we open and have a look around and just see, even just like face value, the renovations they had done. And I did, and I came in, and I, like I was in here five minutes, and I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Cool. Uh, because even just even just like the, the look of the place was completely different um, to how it used to be. Um, but yeah, that's as Aaron said, like it used to be a completely different place altogether. Like it didn't even look like this at all. Um, but yeah, it's it's changed so much even in the past few months. Yeah. Um, we were quiet there for a long time, like over Christmas. Uh, because this place had a, such a reputation for being a place you could get away with anything like you know like younger people go crazy the, the drink was like very cheap um, and then uh, during COVID ownership changed and things like that and it kind of almost went up a class-ish and um, it kind of we were trying to get rid of the name like the, the reputation that we had for for the stuff you could get away with in here so we kind of we lost a lot of lost a lot of clientele because they'd be like you, you know, still like get some people coming in here who hate what's happened to them. Really? The type of people who just oh, yeah. love a really bad bear and just a mess and they love just causing issues. And they come in here now and they can't do that and they don't like it. Yeah. yeah. So you think you think of this more as a bar than a pub? This is home it's, for us, really. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, know, like, you weren't even working today, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're just standing. It has a bit of everything, like. Like, it has... We, we have our local clientele who are all really good friends with us and then we have everybody else coming in as well like yeah what's like the best part about working in pubs bars i think it's just the friends you make and the atmosphere and it's just always go crack like like you actually enjoy coming into work and if you miss a day of work you would have missed this really funny joke and it's going to be an inside joke for a while so you always want to be here like and it's like peer experience pressure to everything. Come to work. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i wouldn't be able to work in a pub like the first job i had Again, as I said, like it wasn't like serving people, but like I was working with people much older than me, and I didn't really have like a relationship with the, the staff there. But like I don't think I'd ever be able to go and work in a pub where I wasn't like if if if, if the people I work with don't pass like the vibe check, I can't work there. Like everyone that works here, we're all like we're, we're like a family here. Yeah, in this way. Yeah, and like if I, I wouldn't be able to work in a place where it's like head down, work, work, work. Don't talk to your people around you. No fun don't like you have to be friends with them you know but that's kind of what works here as well as like you know the customers are friends as well so it's not like it's just us it's it's it is like a big family yeah and it's great because we are quite 
quite a good bit of the time. Yeah. And that gives us a lot of time to make these friendships with the customers and things like that. Um, so it's like as much as we do want it to be busier sometimes, yeah. it can be really good to have the quiet days where we meet people like you guys and we get to like actually kind of sit down and you know like there'd be days where I'd, I'd be serving and then like someone I kind of like vaguely know will walk in and I'll like sit down with them for like five minutes and just talk to them. Yeah. It's like if I was working in like a really high, high impact, high velocity where like you don't really get that chance. Um, and I much prefer things like this where it's a, a bit of both, like happy medium. I want to touch on something you said before, because COVID obviously hit everywhere and it was pretty pretty yeah. bad. And you said they re-upped, they, they basically yeah, changed yeah. everything because of COVID. Did you see a big change in the city itself with COVID? Are there, like, are there places you used to like that don't exist anymore? Are there places that are completely different since COVID hit? It was kind of strange after COVID. Like everyone was locked up for so long. Yeah. People kind of went wild for a while. Sure. Like everywhere was full, town was just a mess. And it's kind of just coming back to reality now, I feel like we're just normal now again. Yeah. I feel like things kind of have resumed. There wasn't too many big changes, I don't think. Not that I can think of, anyways. Well, the nightlife has kind of taken a hit because there's no nightclubs at all. Yeah, that's a big thing. That was something we heard, That is yeah. a big thing. There's one, no, there's one nightclub. And the nightclubs were never really great in Galway, anyways. It's more, it's late bars. That's kind of where people go. Gotcha. Yeah. So, like, what's the... Okay, so, like, late bars start... What time does a late bar stay open till? Uh, two, half two. Okay, is it a special license? Yeah. And and is there a quad, like, do they have to be a club? Like, or could you have Clubs a, are completely different. Could you have right? a pub that stays open? You just, you pay, late. I think you, you pay the government um, an extra bit of money for, to extend your license okay. to be allowed to open late. So anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Well, I, we, we can't. Do. Because we have residents that live there okay. and like, the house, that's yeah. a house right above yeah. the road. So, yeah. 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 so we, we wouldn't be allowed to get a late license because of like sound okay. disturbance laws okay. and things like that. So we, we stay up until half 12 in the weekends. Okay. Yeah. Cool. The latest we get. Cool. Which is nice as well. Yeah. Why? Where do you go after? Do you well, guys you go, go out to after? the labors? Yeah. yeah. So which ones do you guys yeah, go to? Like where, where's the place bar? to drink around here? There's a certain area of Galway. It's the Latin Street, the Latin Quarter. All the late buyers are down in that area. Gotcha. So like past half 12 and all the pubs and going closing, it's just there. That's where everybody does be like. Okay. The, the doll as well, the doll bar. They cater, yeah. to, they cater to like the service industry um, a lot. So like if anyone works in a bar, when they're finished their shift, they'd usually, you'd usually find them in the doll. Um, and like the staff there are great. Like they, they know all the other bar staff in Galway and they, they kind of look after them, um, which is nice as well. Cause there's other pubs like Buskers, they'd be more for like the, the general kind of public for to go for their like late drinks but uh, a lot of people who finish up work and not necessarily for a quiet drink because like the, the doll can be buzzing sometimes yeah. but uh, they kind of all congregate there and like we'd yeah. there's only been one time i think i've been to the doll and i haven't seen at least four members of another bar that i know in there doing the exact same thing that i'm doing which is just having a drink after work yeah so um that's a great place as well for like the community within the bar bar staff of Galway. it's like you go there and you kind of just it's almost like networking in a way. Yeah, really, you, yeah. Kind of, you kind of do like meet just other bartenders um, who you may or may not know anyway, and then even we do um, we do a service industry night here. Here. Yeah, once every two weeks. Oh. So every Sunday, every two weeks, not tonight, no. But that'll be it's just for bar staff. Yeah, so they cool. get cheaper drinks and stuff. So every two Sundays, the amount of bar staff that are here and the amount of people you meet is unbelievable. Like. Service Sunday, we call it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. We do stuff in New York like that too. Yeah. Um, but usually it's like open to the public. But oh, we let other people. Yeah, in we let other people. You get like a stamp. Uh, oh, if you if you prove you don't even like we know everyone that works in a bar. Like you don't even need to prove anymore. Like the first week we did, we kind of were like prove that you work in a bar. But now it's like they walk in and you're like, yeah, we know you. 
So like, what was the proof? Uh, like it was just a uniform or uh, like a group chat from work or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like four meter, like four meter Well, that's a good transition. I think we were also told to find the best pint of Guinness. Is that even real? Is that or is a Guinness the same ever? No, it's definitely real. Ah. <laughs> See, we heard different. Ah. Okay, okay. Ah. See, there it is. Uh, I'd say the best pub you can go for at the best point in Guinness is either Taft's down along Shop Street and there's another pub like two or three doors down called Freenies. I'd say they're the best two places uh, yeah, to go Yeah, I've heard Freenies is a very good point in Guinness. Yeah. I don't drink Guinness myself, but what I've heard... What do you heard, drink? Uh, spirits. Uh, spirits or the odd cider here or there. Yeah. What's the spirits? Whiskey? Gin? I know, I, I've, I'm actually, I've, I've fallen back in love with Southern Comfort. I used to drink oh, that when wow. I was younger. Southern Comfort. And um, I stopped drinking it for a while and I kind of went on to just like, no I went on to just vodka and then I, one day I was like, I'm going to have a Southern Comfort red after work. And I was like, why have I not been doing this for the past like two years? <laughs> so cool. Come on. So wow. Nice. Uh, that's you know, not nice. Exactly. You ever put I like it to enjoy my drinks, yeah. you know? It's like, yeah, thank yeah. you. You ever put I it into that. hot chocolate? No, but I'm Soco, Soco, Coco. Coco. Soco, Coco, yeah. baby. Okay, wow. <laughs> it's, one of our, it's one of our winter yeah. drinks, yeah. yeah. Well, hold on. Let me hop back in here real quick. Mm. What makes it the best pint of Guinness? Why is it so good there? Well, the way it is with Guinness, like, it, it has to be poured the proper way. Like, the further away from the tap that the, the keg is, the worse it's going to be now. when it comes out of the, the tip. And to make it better as well a lot of them to kind of keep it on like an oxygen tank kind of thing to keep the, the hose cold so it's colder when it comes out I think it's the amount of Guinness you're pouring as well like if yeah. you're not a busy bar and you're not pouring much Guinness it's not going to be great I heard that too where like yeah. if they're not pouring a but lot but if there's bars where they're constantly pouring Guinness that just makes it better uh, you see some bars as well when they pour Guinness and let it fill right up to the top and don't let it settle and stuff that kind of ruins it as well you need to fill it like three quarters of the way and let it settle over before you finish it off and it does make it that much a bit better luck. Like. Tastes like gack to me, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't like it a lot. <laughs> if you don't what like it here, imagine drink? the States. Oh, boy, it's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, bad. Here. Besides here. Southern Comfort, what else are you guys drinking? I love cider. Okay. I, I've never been able to get into lager or Guinness or any of that. I can only drink ciders and then spirits. Sweet ciders or dry ciders? Sweet. So we just had someone recommended Orchard Thieves. Yeah, blood it's orange. The sweetest orange. cider I've ever yeah. had. Yeah. Very yeah. Sweet. Yeah. It was intense. Like apple juice. Yeah, yeah. It, it is apple juice. juice. It is. It's literally yeah. apple yeah. juice. Yeah. 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 You had Angry Orchard. That's from the. That's, that's from the. That's our. That's our. Very similar. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you ever had? Um, it's big in the UK. Uh, Strongbow dark fruits. <laughs> I've been at the dark fruits now. Oh, it's. Um, if you have a sweet tooth, it's 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 like it's like Ribena, but like alcoholic. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like this, and it's like this lovely shade of like almost purple. Yeah. And like you you look like I don't know, you, you look weird drinking it because it's like you're here with this big colorful pint. But um, you know, it's it's really nice. I really enjoy it. But, what about uh, Blackthorn? You guys ever had Blackthorn? No, I've heard of it. I've had I've it. I've it. had it in London. It's it's a I like drier ciders, so yeah. it goes yeah. dry. What about Balmer? I used to be baking bombers when I was growing up, okay. but I just drank too much when and now yeah, it makes yeah, me sick. When we, before, we were, before we were like allowed to drink, it was when you drink bombers. Okay. I don't know if it's still like that, but back when I was growing up, he would always drink bombers. That's what you drank when you were growing up. The way it is here is that people, like, when they start drinking first, they don't know absolutely nothing about drinks. They just know the easiest names like bombers, so that's just everyone's go-to when they start drinking first and they get sick of it. I think the damage that you do to your, your stomach and your kidneys in the first like three years of you drinking is just from bombers. So many people and then, like, the rest 
of your life after that is like it's only a portion of the damage you did when you were younger drinking booze. Because that stuff is acidic, man. It's not good for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the next day, like the heartburn. You should not be having heartburn. You get that little burn back. Like no. Not that you guys ever did this, the underage drinking thing, because we didn't either. But what time? How old do you have to be to drink here? Uh, the culture here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, but I have definitely been in a lot of bars where I see kids who definitely look under eighteen. Is that a common it's thing? Fake IDs. It's fake IDs. Yeah. People give their friends their ID that look the same and yeah. stuff like that. We were in uh, Dingle two days ago, and the kids must have been fourteen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just talking talking yeah. Like, there's one kid that I looked at. And I went. It also depends where you are because I feel like. Countryside Ireland, they don't really care. No, you don't even at all. Like, like the, you'll be going into the pub. The bartender will know who you are. They'll know your family. They know you're not eighteen, but they'll them. just let you in. <laughs> yeah. How old do you have to be to work in a pub? I think seventeen, but you yeah. can't serve. You can only um, you could be a glass collector or like a waiter, we'll say. Uh, but to serve alcohol or leaving tobacco products, you have to be eighteen. Yeah. But again, in the countryside, that's different. Yeah. Like, I know people, people are like fifteen yeah. working in a bar. Yeah. Serving points and stuff like. If it's a restaurant, what about if it's a restaurant? With I think food? it's the same thing anywhere that serves kind of alcohol, you'd have to have a certain age yeah. to be allowed for I think you can serve the food, but I don't know if you'd be allowed to serve the drinks. I think yeah, because like in the States, you can be 18 and you can be a bartender at 18, you obviously just can't drink. Yeah. But you yeah. can serve all you yeah. want. Really? Yeah. 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 bartender's 18. I've heard that, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. Uh, yeah, the places I work, the bartenders are under 21. Really? Yeah. Well, what are they so, yeah, about? it's 21 yeah. in the States. Right. Yeah. Um, Wait, but I had a question because Pat and I were talking about this earlier. If you could go anywhere for a weekend and have a weekend to drink, where would you go? Do you mean in Ireland? Or no, do you know? I mean anywhere. 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 Okay. I think it'd be pretty cool if we like rented out like an island, like you know, like the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like um, what's the guy's name? The guy's name that owns Virgin. Um, uh, Richard, Branson. Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Like we go to like we get rid of him and go to his island <laughs> and bring like all of us and we just all are on the island for a week with a load of lush. Yeah. And I just think that'd be better than like going to like Barbados for. A week or something, you know, just have yeah. our own little personal spot. Like, with you, we're you all bartenders as well. Like, just work have work one bar, yeah. like, we just rotate, you know. It's <laughs> just yeah, we're breaking bars. Yeah. This is not the answer we were not. expecting, and it was a better one than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be better than going, like, let's like, like let's go to let's so go to Vegas or something. Like, no, just get an island and we'll like all just go there, like, no. just screw the rest of them. Like, yeah, <laughs> we need other people. All right, I like that. That's just my, I don't know about you, but that's yeah, yeah. Hey Alex, do you know what time it is? What time is it, John? Well, unfortunately it's time for a good old-fashioned bathroom break, so we'll be right back after these messages from maybe Alex and maybe our sponsor. So here's the deal. I still love Austin Eastsiders, but we haven't been in contact with them for a while. However, I have been talking to my new friend Jim over at Screwball Whiskey. I don't know if you guys have tried Screwball Whiskey, but it is the perfect peanut butter whiskey. Now, Jim doesn't know that I'm making this ad for him right now, but we have been in talks on doing some stuff together, and he does listen to the podcast. This one goes out to you, Jim. Uh, make sure to try some screwball whiskey, because it is delightful. Mix it with jelly, put it on your turkey. And we are back. He's like, I wasn't thinking about it, but I'm on board now. Yeah, yeah. Start saving now. We can do that. All right, I'm bringing this back in, though. If you're in Ireland and you got like a weekend, you're, you're home, where are you going to go for the weekend? Like, See, a lot, of, a lot of people would say Dublin. That's so controversial. Why is it controversial? At all. 
You don't like Dublin. Dublin is a mess. Okay. I hate it. Like, I, I was up there last weekend, and the stuff you see on the streets is disgusting. Yeah. It's not even worth going up there. And I feel like there's no sense, you find a much better sense of community in different places in Ireland than you do in Dublin. Nobody really talks to each other in Dublin, I found anyways. But here in Galway, everybody's talking to each other. Like, like you have great conversations with people you don't know who just come into the bar. But you couldn't do that if you go to a bar in Dublin. Okay. Also, you guys probably, you, I, I assume you spent some time in Dublin. Uh, We've been this. before, yeah. Um, we're going after this. And you guys, I assume, probably were in like the, you know, like the main, like the temple, temple bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you guys got shafted. Oh yeah, you got shafted real bad. Drinks there, it's like you need to go, you need to like move almost out of the city to get like a normal priced drink because yeah. they've like they've tried so hard to just make it like a trap for for tourists. And like if you're like a local Irish person, go to the Dublin for for the weekend, and you you want to be in the city centre, and you end up getting charged like nearly like eight quid for a pint of Guinness. Yeah, when you can get Guinness down here for like. It's like five something. Yeah. It's like the, the, four the, the most expensive. Four to five like, is standard. Yeah, yeah. four twenty. It's like what, well, like two Heinekens, some chicken wings, and a Guinness, and you're paying nearly like sixty quid. Yeah, it's like whoa. Yeah. So wait, so do you have any recommendations for Dublin? I recommend not to go there. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right, pretty so much no, it. I guess we're gonna reschedule everything. I think that, um, I, mean, I will stay in Galway. Yeah, I, like for one more day. I haven't, I haven't been there in a few years, um, uh, so I don't know what the pricing situation is like in this specific bar. But there's one called Fibber McGee's, and um, it's kind of like a rocker kind of cool. rocker type bar. Uh, the vibes in there are really good. They have this is now last time I was there it was pre-COVID, so it might have changed a bit. But last time I was there, they had. Um, they had like arcade systems and pool tables in the back and it kind of it was almost like three different pubs congregate into one beer garden um, and Fibbers is like the rocker site there's another I think there was another pub that like catered to the like other kind of clientele but they all meet in one big enough beer garden with pool tables and arcade systems um, and I think if I was to go to Dublin again which I might not um, <laughs> I'd say the only pub that I'd even think would be worth going into for me would be Fibbers um, regardless of price because I think it's it's just a good place to be in like all the other pubs in Temple Bar I just wouldn't I wouldn't bother because it's so expensive yeah. being so, a student or even just a young yeah, person in Ireland yeah, it's hard yeah. enough anyway you know so you kind of touched on it but how bad was COVID here when it, when it came to the bars and the restaurants like did a lot close did well, there was support kind of, from the government initially when it first came it was a case where a place would only close if one of their staff members had got COVID or if they had a customer who had COVID. And then COVID got really bad and then everywhere closed. And there were strict lockdowns for a while. And then I kind of, it's kind of a blur. Like There was a lot of stupid opening and closing and opening. Like, we had, for a while we had 8 o'clock um, closing times. Yeah. So the pubs had opened till 8 o'clock. It's like, what's the point? We had a weird really in-between state where um, everything had to run off of table service. And you had to buy food. You couldn't yeah, have yeah. a drink we unless you bought like nine euro worth of food or something. Yeah. Oh, so you actually had a price point. You had to yeah, buy. we yeah. had a price point. That's it was so it was it was it was about money. It wasn't course, about exactly. safety. Or anything. Oh, that's it was about, um, and it was funny because like they they do a lot of posts were like doing deals where like you could buy like a bag of chips mm. and then a pint and something else, and it would be like like nine ten. So you could just about break the barrier of yeah. like you don't even need to eat the chips. You can just come in for a drink, and then once you buy your chips on the first round, then you can just get yeah. drinks. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of places did try and kind of like yeah. ease around yeah. that, but um, a lot of places like got in like temporary kitchens and stuff just so they could stay yeah. open. We were talking to someone down in Dingle, same thing. They were they rented out the kitchen across from them just to be like, yeah, yeah, a lot of there was a lot of deals right, made yeah. between takeaways and pubs, which I thought yeah. was great. I That's thought that was brilliant. actually beautiful that they yeah. did that, where um, you could go in and order your pints, and they'd have like a menu for the takeaway beside them, and then they'd get like a bag of chips dropped in. 
while you're having your pint and it was like a little deal that they had going on just so they could both stay and open a lot, of, a lot of places have kept these food things now even since Covid it just gave them an opportunity to bring it in like it's crazy the community had to come together to make it work. Really the government did, yeah. wasn't helping. They yeah. really community did, yeah. had to do it. Because yeah. we had the same thing in New York. We got so like, scammy by the end. Oh, like absolutely. we were the bar I worked at, it was here's a grilled cheese. Do not touch it. Because it's five days old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will take it back and give it to another table. We have to charge you five dollars. If the COVID checker comes in, they'll see that there's a grilled cheese yep. on the table. It was so yeah. it, was, it wasn't really it was just a slice of cheese, like yeah. cold. It wasn't even grilled. Yeah. I, don't know it wasn't it grilled. grilled. I heard there there was a bar in Gory as well. I can't remember which one. But they are apparently just handing around empty pizza boxes. Yeah. They just leave them around. They wouldn't open them. Like, there's your food. And then you yeah. charge whatever you need to charge. Because you're yeah. at that point paying to sit in the bar. Yeah. Like, you're just paying to be there. Yeah. Did you, so, so the place had to close by 8 o'clock when you guys were doing that. It doesn't even make sense, right? Because there were probably more people coming in before 8 o'clock. It probably was slammed, which is the yeah. whole point of, like, we're trying to stop people from coming in. Spreading yeah. But then there was, there was a massive times. phase of, you know where it's great? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so everybody just went and drank there. In the yeah. park, it was just yeah. outdoor yeah. drinking. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was so. It was fuller than any pub would have been if you just let people mm. into yep. the pub. But there was a lot of nights as well when you get buskers or even like almost full bands just coming out in Terrace Square and playing music. And yeah, it's kind of it's kind of magical yeah. though. That's yeah, kinda, it was. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys get it? Did you guys get COVID? Anyone here? No, yeah. I had it once. Yeah. 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 I got it. Yeah. I was working in the hospital during COVID. Oh, oh boy. Jesus, good for yeah. you. Yeah, essential work. Nice. Well done. Yeah. I really enjoyed the eight o'clock closing though. Yeah, it gave it like nice. as as you probably know as bartenders, sleep doesn't exist. Oh yeah. Uh, eight o'clock. You finish up at eight o'clock. You can like go home and go to sleep. <laughs> it was actually like <laughs> as bad as it was. It was like it was a nice break from like coming back into work out of like a year of not working, and then like kind of not knowing what's going on for a long time, and then all of a sudden having like really short nice days yeah. where you could kind of get your rest. Mm. Um, it's crazy the, the little things like yeah. sleeping, the little like, things like you need, that, like sleeping. You're yeah. like, oh, this is lovely. <laughs> What about, um, so you guys have both been here a year, or two years, a year? Yeah. Just, has anything crazy happened that always stands out? Like, what are the stories that you're like, remember that time? Because I feel like once you've worked long enough, you start going, oh, and there was that one night where this guy got on the... About the <laughs> that I lied. That never. Yeah, that was a joke. Oh. Yeah. We uh, we convinced a bunch of. We used to have a big awning there, okay. and uh, we convinced uh, a, a bunch of our friends and even some co-workers <laughs> that um, a bunch of people came in in the middle of the night and stole it with uh, power tools. Because <laughs> uh, it was a big. It was like a permanent structure, like uh, a metal permanent structure with like electronics to bring out and lights and stuff. And they came into work and it had been taken away. And we told them all that it had been stolen. And they believed it. <laughs> a big, you, you know what? It was metal, yeah. solid metal structure. So no one's gonna steal that. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I'm glad you brought that up. Tell them about the awning. What about gross too? I mean, it could be wild or gross. I mean, we've all seen nasty things. Yeah. I don't have one from this particular bear, but. In the last job I had, the, like the old man bear, um, I walked into the bathroom once and one of the manager's best friends was um, pants down to his ankles on the bin, oh. um, like, yep. you, know, yeah. <laughs> you know, pooping. Yeah. And um, I was like, what are you doing? I was like, you can't do that. Um, and he got escorted out. Um, but he was in the next day because obviously he was like the manager's best friend. Right, right. This dude was like 80 as well. <laughs> so I like, you can't really be too mad, but also the stall, was empty <laughs> and the door was open. Was so, so I don't close. know, like, he must have had so like two or three too many Guinness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was probably the most disgusting thing. Here, since we started working here and it's been not the old hole in the wall, 
we don't get as much. There's nothing too bad, no. Yeah, like we were even thinking earlier on, like we were like, what's like the most disgusting thing we've had happen here? It's just puke, like yeah. nothing too yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah, which is part of the job, right? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, this question, I love this question because every now and then you'll get something weird, like the manager's friend taking a shit. And then, <laughs> yeah. But everyone always just says it's puke. Everyone pukes. Yeah. 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 yeah the, the worst thing we've seen so far was we got out of Dingle like what two nights ago. Yeah. There was a lady across like around this castle corner of a building who was just she's you know, she's puking. That's all she it's was doing. Of, it's a part of the which was like, yeah, it happens. And then the next day we woke up and came around the same corner and realized she was throwing up in the doorway of a children's no. toy store. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's so much worse now. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell they had just mopped it. They were just yeah. like, oh. a bit of ash on top. <laughs> you like scoop it up. Yeah. Yeah. Foul. Uh, <laughs> it's only really bad when they do on the boat. Yeah. It's I'm never actually happened to me though. Yeah. That happened here like two weeks ago. Somebody was with one of their friends and they're making them do shots. And you could tell this person didn't want to do it. And they took the shot and then just threw up all over oh. the barrel. Like, well, they tried to warn them. They're like, yeah, don't make don't me do, do it. it. <laughs> don't do it. That's why I don't do shots. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. Like, it, it goes down and it tries to come back up straight away. And that's why I just don't do it. Baby Guinness is fine. Anything else, I, I actually can't. It's a strong it, baby Guinness is a, is a thing here. I've seen a lot of trays go out with Baby Guinness. What's a baby right? Guinness? So there's two ways you can do it. How do you, how do you guys make a Baby Guinness? <laughs> Kahlua and then uh, Bailey's just topped. Okay. Yeah. That's I've it. seen it with Patron Cafe. Back home, back in the States. I've seen people do it with Kahlua or Cafe Patron. What's that? Is that Cafe just... Patron is a coffee tequila. Tequila. Oh, okay. Tequila is like nuts. It's the people tequila. don't want that. I don't know how that would mix with the Baileys though. Not it does the well. same well. settling on top. <laughs> does it, yeah. I don't know how that would mix in your stomach. Not, not well. Not good. Nope. Not good. No. <laughs> that doesn't sound very nice. Tequila is so hot though right now. Like people are like, tequila, espresso martini. I'm like, oh, you sure about that one? You don't really want that. drink it. I'll get another one. I'm like, you yeah, no. The only way I ever had to keep you is salt and lime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The way you're supposed to, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, I have a question. What's your biggest customer pet peeve? Like, somebody comes in, what do you hate when a customer does at a bar? Like, that just drives you nuts. Or, I mean, if it's tourism, you can explain how tourists... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how we fuck shit up. The question yeah. did say tourists. What's your biggest tourist pet peeve? Well, tourists just sometimes don't know how to order Guinness. Because when you do, when you are pouring Guinness, you have to do that first. Because you leave it settled and you go off and do your other bits. <laughs> like people will come in, they'll order their drinks. You'll start making them. They're like, oh, can I get a Guinness? Just stop what you're doing. Start pouring the Guinness. Go back. They're like, actually, can I get another Guinness? You have to go back. Start doing that and then go off and do your other things. I like when they, well, I don't like it, but I do like it when um, you're leaving it to settle and they pick it up and they walk away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you don't, you're doing other things. Wait, like half, like, yeah. Like it's not even they just pick it up and, and then, then you're away. kind of like, you have to serve other people as well. So you don't get a chance to be like, hey, because you also don't want to be rude and like scream at someone. Um, and then they come back and they're like, uh, can I get a full pint next time? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you just, you missed the point. <laughs> You're supposed to just wait like 30 seconds, like 30 seconds longer and you would have had a really nice pint. So but, um, you really have people, I feel like as a tourist, we know how, uh, as bartenders we know how Guinness is for, but as a tourist, you would know how a Guinness, you're still supposed to wait. You'd be surprised but how many people don't I don't, I don't blame realize. them either, because like, you don't really, well, you don't just kind of, on, like, you're not born knowing. From, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's some place yeah. where Guinness wouldn't be as popular, so they wouldn't kind of conventionally know that they'd have to wait yeah. for it. But you're not, you're not putting it in front of them, so why are no. they grabbing so far behind the yeah. bar? <laughs> they have no business on that side of the bar. But even as close as, as close as the UK, some pubs don't even actually, they don't even leave it to settle. So. Like they might have, if they've been in, say they've like been on a trip to the UK beforehand, 
or even like some places in America, I'm sure that they probably don't even decide. No, they don't. And they give and it to they, you in a weird they glass. They kind of just and it's assume gross. that yeah. you take it as like any other drink. You make it, you put it down, and then they take it and they pay you. Um, so I can't, I can't really blame them, but it is just, it's funny. Yeah. Like it's funny when you're there and you turn around to like look at the till to like figure out how much it all costs. Yeah. And then you so like turn back and they're gone. <laughs> they're and you're gone like, well. with the Guinness. You, you can look at that person like, watch, they're going to take this before it's out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, I'd like look at you and yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 That's good. Uh, just, this is the awkward one that we always just do like to ask. Like, how do you guys feel about tipping? Do you appreciate it? Do you want it? What's appropriate? Like, what's the deal with tipping for tourism? With, we appreciate it, but like you, you, you don't really have to, <laughs> but we do appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I feel like, because well, we always say, you know, tipping's how yeah. we don't make money unless you tip. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. My yeah. hourly yeah. is two dollars. Sorry, I, that's controversial. That's but, like, that's two dollars hourly. Nope. That is Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. My uh, paychecks are zero because of taxes. My paychecks are zero point yeah. zero yeah. zero. Paychecks go to the taxes. And everything just yeah. costs yeah. me yep. tip wise. So what's the percentage that they give on tips? So it's twenty percent. So yeah. At ten bucks, you'll get five. Yeah. No, that's a lie. But it's two. It's two. two. <laughs> ten bucks. Yeah. Two. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It depends on like so like if somebody's getting just uh, like a mixed drink, like just I don't know any mixed drink, they'll normally tip two dollars on yeah. it, if, yeah. even if it's like a five dollar mixed drink. Mm -hmm. right? People or, won't typically tip here if they're just getting one drink. Right. Like people who have stayed like for nearly the entire night, like, and then they'll just tip at the end or yeah. something. Yeah. But then there's in the United States, in New York City, and a lot of bars, we do like if you're in the industry and you go drink with like a bartender, you just take twenty dollars and you like you're going to tip twenty dollars, and if you stay for a while, you're going to tip forty, and yeah. then you're going to tip sixty. See, like, we'd, it's we'd a very lot. rarely be tipped over ten euro by one person. Okay. Very rarely. Even even uh, like other people from service. We're kind all broke. Of, yeah, that's true. It's well, like we do our best. Yeah. I do my best to to tip, and not just in bars, but like I like it's really hard when you don't have much money yourself. Yeah, and like you know that every little does help. I think um, for us, we're a lot. We give it. We're given a lot more leeway with giving away free drinks. Yeah. So if a friend comes into a bar, we're probably gonna buy them two or three drinks. We're gonna give them for free yeah. two or three drinks. Yeah. Sometimes bars ask that you like write it down or keep track of it. Yeah. That's what a buyback is. Yeah. Stock tape. Um, <laughs> And because we know that three drinks is fifteen bucks in yeah. New York, it's twenty four, yeah, twenty five, and you throw it on a twenty, and you just say that's your tip because I was going to pay that for the drink anyway. Right. Oh, yeah. nice. So, well, gee, you keep your tips then. It's not split between anyone around. Depends. Depends on where you're working. Okay. Yeah. So, like, he works at a, a restaurant where he pools with the entire house, right? Staff, yeah. Yeah. Same. I do too. I, yep. the, uh, I work at a brewery, so like they, okay. where they brew the beers, but we sell and have a bar and everything. Yeah. yeah. And everything gets put together, and at the end of the week, we're a little different, but it all goes like evenly split between the staff yeah, yeah, working yeah. that day. Do you guys pool, or do you yeah, split your tips? Yeah. At the end of the night, then we just split it between everyone who's working that day. Yeah. yeah. Do you, okay, so I've noticed this. I don't see many, we call them barbacks. People who change the kegs, people who. We kind of do that ourselves. Yeah, because there's all, I, you, how many you, people you are working today? The uh, there's like, only two people working today. Okay, and someone will run and change the keg or, yeah, or get like the stockings? It'll be fine for us to do that. We don't need someone specifically for doing that. Yeah. On like on really busy nights, you would, yeah. yeah. And you would have someone there to do that. But on most nights, it would be fine. Because sometimes we tip, we tip out our barbacks, the, oh, yeah. the waitresses or the waiters tip yeah. us out. But that's, you, that's a decision that you make yourself, isn't it? Like if no, sometimes it's mandated, but no, it depends no. on if it's corporate yeah, or yeah. like it could be a conversation so, in a staff meeting. Yeah, corporate usually has the full, like they can say, this is what the tip out percentage is going to be. This is how much yeah. you make, how much you make, how much yeah. you make. But after they do that, they cannot touch the money. 
technically. Okay. Yeah. They're not supposed to have any hand yeah. on it because that could be they could be taking it from you and yeah. Yeah. like you know twenty five bucks in their pocket, so they can't do anything after that. But yeah, the percentages is always weird because like usually bartenders make the most, and then waiters, and then like it gets less and less depending on how far down the line you yeah. are. Yeah. But it's also like yeah, it's tipping's kind of gross because if you know, if you yeah. have a good table and they don't tip you, was it Christmas time, time that we wasted. we said we weren't gonna we weren't gonna empty the tip jars nightly? We were gonna do it. Um, at the end of the month, um, and what we did was, I think we split it in terms of um, hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's we did that. We tried that once. Yeah, um, and that was just that was just coming up to Christmas because Christmas time here, people do tip a little bit more because it's Christmas, you know. Yeah, um, But I think that was like a once-off thing. Yeah. Um, but that was like that was, that was that was nice for me, and maybe like two other people, because like I worked the most. I worked a good bit as well. Um, yeah. But like, you know, for the people who were like work, work part-time, who were like, they're great workers, but they kind of would have been shafted a little bit. Um, but it does, it kind of works pretty well for us where we just do it at the end of the night. And some nights will be better than others. Like some nights, we, some nights we don't even look at the tip jar. We're like, we're not even gonna bother. And then like, I might not even be on the next day, but I'll just be like, just keep that and then do it tomorrow. And then whoever's working tomorrow will get it. Because it's not like the, the the euro and 20 cent that I'm going to get out of it is just, just going to be waiting in my pocket. Like. Well, specifically, so one of the things we had a problem when it comes to tipping, because obviously it means so much to us and not as much yeah. here, like, is there a tipping that's like, it's too much? It sounds weird to say, but like, do you take anything as like, oh, you're being insulting. You think I don't make enough money. Because we've heard that before, like, you don't want to tip too much. You're going to feel like that doesn't really happen really here, rich. I don't think. I don't feel like that. I just feel it's more of like a me thing where like someone like hands me like something like bigger than a tenner. I'm like, oh. Oh no! <laughs> I'm like not like oh I don't like I don't find it as, a, as an insult. I'm just like I'm like wow that's I, I'll thank be like you. A super also like yeah, I feel a bit sure. weird about it. Yeah. Okay. Like if yeah. someone like hands me like a handful of coins and it adds up to like like twelve euro, I'm gonna be like yeah. But if someone hands me like a twenty euro note, yeah. I'm like what did I do? Yeah. You know. <laughs> so it's better to just sneak it in the tip jar so that you don't have to feel that way. It's nice anyway. Oh, but, like God. it's, it's right. just strange because we don't really get like you kind of get like drabs of like smaller tips as yeah. opposed to like people. With bigger tips and that kind of thing, sure. yeah. Uh, but it is it's strange for I'd me. I'd like to like, say thank you, though. Like, I'd rather be handed my tips than oh, put God. it in the tip chair. Yeah. I like to be like, oh, thank you for giving me that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And it, as again, if someone tips, you recognize them when they come back and you'll yeah. be able, you'll, you'll remember to serve them nicely, like. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There's some people that I work with, like during the Galway races here during the summer, uh, a lot of the hotels that hire a lot of extra people to do helping them out and stuff. There's a couple of people that I work with, they were working on the bars and there was one lad that like tried to hand them like a 50 euro tip and they didn't want to take it because they thought your man was too drunk that didn't realize he was given that amount of money. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have tourists coming in a lot that are like, that do sometimes like just throw you a ton of money and they're like, I don't know what to do and they run away? No. They don't usually. <laughs> we do. <laughs> like, nope. I feel like that's People like, tourists nice. actually don't tip that much. Yeah, you think. We're, we, one like, of the, there's two, for, like we're told to tip and then we're also told, oh, you're in Europe, you don't, don't need to tip. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But then it's also from like our side, it's like, well, tipping is huge in America. And then we like get a group of Americans in and they don't tip. You're like, where is the <laughs> I think the Somebody mindset sometimes is someone said, don't tip. You're but like yeah, also it's like, again, it's tipping isn't like, you know, it's not always, it can be sometimes, but it's not the difference between eating that night and not eating. Yeah. Sure. But for you guys, it can be. It, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, yeah. I see I see yeah. why some don't tip, but, but also it is... Americans who come in who've worked in the service industry are always going to tip, yeah. no matter what. So, yeah. like, so, like, if you get a group of, I don't know, like, businessmen from yeah. America coming in, they're not going to tip you. Yeah. Yeah. But if you got, like, a bunch of you know, bartenders from New York City coming in, they're gonna tip because that's just 
Yeah. We know. Yeah, the way they work, we but. know what the struggles like, yeah. right? Yeah. But if, if you got bad service in America, would you still feel obligated to? Take yeah, I still take twenty percent. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So you'd Always. never do that. Here. But see, there are, I think our thing is we're in the service industry, so like our baseline is twenty percent. If we get great service, you're getting more than twenty yeah, okay. percent. Our baseline yeah. is like, ah, oh, service is okay. You still get twenty percent because we know that would never you're not happen paid. over here. You have yeah. to have good service for your tips, like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, so that's, that's the businessman yeah. aspect of it. Like they're, yeah. they're like, oh, thank God, we don't have to pay them. They don't have to pay yeah. these guys. Yeah. We just pay for our food and leave. Great. A lot of the time over here, when people are giving tips, it's more just for the service that you gave the customer there like an appreciation thing rather than necessity yeah. yeah so so like so this is a good um regardless of tipping like what do you like in a good customer like what what makes somebody like they haven't they, maybe even before they tipped what what do you look for in a customer like yeah i hope they come back Just, like people who politely ask for their drinks they don't try and cut in a queue. Like, you'll have people coming up to the bar when it's busy. Mm. And they'll like be like, hello, hello, over here. Because mm -hmm. people are not doing stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. What's the best way to get someone's attention if you're trying to get a drink here? Just I think just stand wait. there. <laughs> like, look respectful. Yeah. Don't be one of the people trying to get a drink. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we'll, see, we'll see you behind the other person who's like waving their hand. I always find if yeah. you have... I'll be like, I want to serve you. I don't want to serve you. What do you mean by getting ready? Oh, people checking like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Like, have your have phone in your hand or your if wallet. If you have payment ready as well. <laughs> if you've got an Apple Watch, yeah. be like, like, show your watch. Because yeah. sometimes I, like, give them a drink and I'm like, how, how are you going to pay me? And I, like, have the carry machine and I'm also, like, and they're, like, st stood there just, like, 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 like a plank. And I'm like, am I, like, do I hold my hand out for cash? Do I hold it? Because sometimes you hold the carry machine out and they're like, no, cash. Cash is king. And I'm like, well, now I feel like a, like an idiot. <laughs> what do you prefer? Like, cash or card? Carrots, what Carrots is just yeah. easier, yeah. Sure. But then the tax man sees it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's also crazy. laughs> I understand both ways. Yeah. That's like you, That's it's so different here yeah. because with us, I hate cards. I'll take cash every day. Oh, really? You guys yeah. take the cards, don't you? We, we yeah. have to take the yeah. cards, go swipe them, Not and everyone. then you have to give That's them so the weird. receipt and they have yeah. to sign it. Yeah. Yeah. You over here, if you had to do that, everyone would feel so uncomfortable. Because the tip comes from. We've what heard that they before. write yeah. on the receipt. I can respect oh, that. I understand. You don't know what they're doing. You're walking away yeah, with the card. I, I, I get it. You've got the tab thing as well. So like yeah. someone can take your card and spend 50 yeah. quid yeah. without any sort of restriction on what they're buying with your card. Like, so yeah. A lot if of... We were, yeah. If we had that thing where they take your card and swipe it in a pub, we'd feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, they could throw like an extra fiver onto that without you even knowing about it until it's paid and yeah, gone. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm in a group on Facebook that's just called like bartending memes. Yeah. And it's predominantly American. We might be in the same group. And there's a lot of posts in that where it's like people have the the like the, the receipt and the tip and like say if someone's had a few too many and they like they write down what the tip is We're in the and people group. post into the group and they're like do I do I claim what it says or do I claim what I think it is and people are always like it's kind of like divided but like you know it could be like it could be like ten dollars or it could be like a thousand dollars because the person's wrote it so badly mm -hmm. but I see a lot of that in the group and I'm like thank god I don't have to deal with that yeah you always go with what suits you best oh unless it's like what if it says a thousand dollars yeah you don't yeah. want to yeah yeah, yeah. That's the um, problem, though, because they've, they've, they've signed, at least in America, they signed off on it, that's legally binding. Yeah. They yeah, signed that yeah, check, it doesn't matter. If it says, yeah. says $10,000, like, oh, that's yeah. a tip that you signed <laughs> off, I don't want to tell you. Yeah. But then you're going to feel guilty for the time. You're like, this yeah. is yeah. a good yeah. $10,000. After you buy a nice jacket. Yeah. Like, oh. This jacket makes me feel really, really upset about what I've done. <laughs> damn good. <laughs> Final words. Number one bar rule. I feel like we've taken oh, yeah. a lot of your time. Number one bar rule. If you could tell every customer to do one thing or not do one thing, what is it? Oh, can I, am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Get out of my fucking way. <laughs> if I'm moving somewhere, make way. Like, I've got something to do and I 
like I, I, I try and be as polite as possible and I'm like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Just get out of my fucking way. <laughs> and treat, treat a bar worker like they're a person, not someone giving yeah. you a drink. Yeah. Yep. They're yeah. also a person. They're not just there to accommodate for you. Mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. kind of are. It's their job, but they're also a person. <laughs> yeah. 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 Those are good. Those are both good. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. Before we end, uh, do you guys want to shout out your Instagrams or, or anything that you do? Do you make music? Whatever it is. He's a photographer, so oh, if you want to shout yourself out, please. Yeah. We can just shout out the Hole in the Wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, at Bar Hole in the Wall, I think, isn't it? I think so, yeah. yeah. At Bar Hole in the Wall. We, we do TikToks as well. Some of them are, some of them are, some of them are quite funny. Yeah. 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 Solid. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. We do our, we do our best. TikTok is different though, isn't it? It's at Bar it's, uh, It'll be on the Reels. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. shout out Instagram Reels. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so behind the times. Yeah. We're getting sued already. Awesome. Oh, cool. Well, thank you Aaron, so much. Anton, thank you very much. Yep. Thank you guys so much for sitting down. This is awesome. And this was uh, such a good experience. Yeah, well, yeah. Thank you so much. My day off. Here at the buyback, one of the things we want to do is talk about bar etiquette. So here is our bar rule. Bar rule. I don't know. I'm just fucking around. Hold on, loosely. Don't let it go. Recording, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Jeff, what's the bar rule? Oh, the bar rule is please don't sing when we're recording. <laughs> um, All right, that one's for me. But for everybody else, what's the bar rule? The bar rule for everybody else is I'm trying to think of positive ways to say, say negative things. No, don't, don't be positive. Okay, it's don't fucking thing, yeah. tell me you know the owner. <laughs> just don't. I, I think we've, this has come up before. Yeah, I don't know if we've had a bar rule yet, but it just it just drives me nuts when people are like, "Well, I know the owner." It's like. Okay, but the owner's not serving you right now. I am, and I don't know you. Um, you can build a relationship with me. I'm not going to go text the owner and be like, hey, do you know the guy in the green hat who's here right now? He's going to be like, don't bother me. I'm not at work. Normally, if like if you do know... Well, let's see. Uh, if you know the owner and you're, like, you're texting the owner, the owner will probably message the bartender. Yeah, you're like, like, hey, my friend's there right now. You don't now. need to tell us. So, I assume that if you come in and you say, I know the owner, is he around? One, you don't know him that well because you're not able to text him yourself. Right. Or two, you, you don't. Yeah. I mean, I've had plenty of times where someone will come in and they'll be like, I know the owner. And I'll be like, cool. And the owner might be here. And the owner's like, I don't fucking know that person. Or they'll say, I don't like that person. Could I, could I just put an addendum to this? Is that, um, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> if you know the owner. Like, great. I, I don't understand why that entitles you to anything, right? So if you know the owner, so hang out with the owner, and I'm sure you'll get all the free drinks you want. But don't tell a bartender you know the owner. Nobody cares. I don't care. John doesn't care. The bartender you're talking to doesn't care. The owner probably doesn't care. The owner probably doesn't. <laughs> well, like, I, I, I really, more times than not, the owner goes, either I don't know them or I don't like them. There's a reason that you don't have their phone number. Sorry, guys. And you know who's better, than, who's better to know than the owner, John? Bartender? bartender? So make friends it, with me? Yeah. Okay. So come make friends well, with you. Know what's a good, you know what you could do instead here? Let's let's put that positive on this. Um, you just come in and instead of saying, I know the owner, just be like, hey, is is what's his, whatever his name is, is yeah, McGruber here? Yeah. Hey, is is Bobo Biffo here? And I'll say no. And that's cool. Just say, okay, cool. And eventually I'll probably be like, oh, how do you know them? And that starts a conversation between us. Ah, that's, that's good. And that's different ball game, you know? I still feel like... Yeah. Okay, so if you have to let somebody know that you know the owner, that's a good way to go about it. But other than that, just become friends with your bartender. Because the owner's not serving you drinks, the bartender is. Um, 
So that's it for our bar rule today. Hey, remember, uh, we've recently had people writing in with bar rule questions, which is great. Uh, if you have a question for us that will lead us into a bar rule, uh, we will absolutely be happy to answer them. Uh, stay sexy, San Diego. <laughs>